0: Hello everyone. Welcome to SwitchCraft, the Fingerbot podcast. My name is Jana Kemmer and this time I'm sitting here with a very special guest. This time I have the founder and owner of Black River Rams, Martin Ehrenberger. Say hello. <laughs>
1: Hi, Leute. Hi, hello. Hello again. No, not again. <laughs> hello now.
0: Yeah, yeah. so today we want to talk about the history of Black River and some of the things that people might not know, because I think Black River is probably the most important brand in the history of fingerboarding, and I thought not enough people know about everything that happened until the brand got where it is today, so I thought it would be a good chance to talk with Martin. So, yeah, let's first start with... When did you start Black River and how did it come about? Because I know back then fingerboarding wasn't really what it is today.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was quite really, 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 really underground. (laughs) Yeah. It was in winter 89. And I was traveling to Utah, USA for a snowboard trip. And on, on that trip, I found a tech deck in a skate shop around Salt Lake City. And yeah, I, I was bringing the tech tag at home to Schwarzenbach and the tech tag was laying around the desk maybe a half a year. And I tried grinds, I played around like with a Matchbox car. And I was not realizing that you can do ollies and all that stuff. Yeah. And then one day, a friend of mine, he comes around with a DIY mini ramp fingerboard on it. Yeah. And then this was the spark for everything. I watched around in the internet for companies, they offer professional fingerboard gear, and there was no company around at that time. It was only tech deck and buckled down. It was like a, a belt company. They made plastic fingerboard racks. Yeah. <laughs> huh. uh, yeah. And then <laughs> I looked around nearly a half a year also, I, I looked the whole internet and there was no founding of a fingerboard ramp or board company, something like that. So, and then I started it by my own. I learned when I was young, I learned carpenter. So I had just the wood skills for everything. And in that time I was nearly over 10 years into building skateboard ramps. So I put my skills and everything together, and I built it the first oh. Big Mama. And with the Big Mama word ramp, this was our first product to enter the market. Cool.
0: And that yeah. that was in 98, Kind of right? like the beginning. Yeah. So you discovered it in 98 and started it in 99. Yeah. Yeah. And how did you learn building skate ramps in the first place? Was Because I like looking back at uh, especially at older black river ramps i think you can see a lot of like techniques coming from real real size skate ramps just scaled down uh did you have a like where did you learn how to build a skate ramp in the first place was that all just figuring it out
1: yeah kind of like when i i started skateboarding with nine years and we are Nearly the most people know Schwarzenberg is in the Bavarian outback, so there's no no big cities and stuff. So since day one, we built our skate ramps by our own. So and then the years runs by, and I got older, and then I told you I learned carpenter, and we mm-hmm. built more and more skate ramps. So I was used to building skate ramps by my own.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you basically try to scale it down to yeah, the then, size of the fingerboard.
1: Then I scaled it down. Yeah, the, the construction.
0: And for a lot of people who don't know it, would you like to say something about where the the name came from for Black River?
1: Yeah, the name Black River came from. So when when we were kids, we had a skate crew. They called the Black River Crew because Schwarzenbach is translated in English it's Black Creek, but River sounds better. So we called us Black River Crew. And it was inspired by the skateboard brand Black Label. And yeah, the color shoes and all that stuff that comes from the Sessions, the snowboard company. So these two companies inspired me to for the name Black River and the logo and all that stuff.
0: And when do you think Black River really blew up? Because I got into the scene in, like, 2001 and got, like, really involved from 2003 to 2007. And by the time I got into the scene in 2001, it was already, like, huge. Like, I would go to the holiday with my parents to, like, northern Italy and find a Black River park, in the local skate shop or in the local outdoor sports shop and things like that so like how did you get from building your first big mama to basically every skate shop owning a g1 or g2 or later g3 park
1: so it really sparked the scene started when we started the fast fingers contest we had the first one 2000 and in 2000 we had three fast fingers running and this yeah, this lifted up the
0: scene. So, so you did three contra- uh, contests in the same year.
1: Yeah, we did three of them. <laughs> <laughs> because everyone was and we was we went motivated. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I, I I imagine it was much smaller than it is today.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, much much smaller.
0: Do you know how many people, or maybe do you even know someone who's still in the scene who was at one of the first fast
1: fingers? Yeah, Timo Lieben was around, mm-hmm. and ooh, Chris Heck was around, oh. those guys. And yeah, the, the other thing, we, how we get, get to all the skate shops, I was mm-hmm. growing up in the shadow of the Sessions Snowboard Company, so mm-hmm. in Schwarzenegger, the distributor for Europe. And so I was used to going on uh, sport fairs when I was a mm-hmm. kid, so mm-hmm. I was. Yeah, me, me too. I my,
0: my dad is in this industry.
1: Okay. So I, I was. Not, I know how to work a company to get into stores and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I did this. I was on the first eSport. It's a huge sport fair in Munich, the biggest on the world. I mm-hmm. was there in 99. So since day one, I was on those fairs. We got the first years, we got a lot of contacts to Nokia, and those companies. In 2001 and 2002, and 2003, we did a lot of uh, fingerboard workshops and demos for the Nokia cell phone brand. So they invited us for VIP parties to fingerboard there. We met Coolio and those guys (laughs) on those parties. It was really fun. We did one demo and we had the money for the next two months to survive. It was our big big goal back in the days to stay alive
0: yeah yeah i i always wondered like even back then how all that thing came about because the shop i told you about in bozen in southern uh, in northern italy that one had a nokia park and it had all the huge it was a g3 i think with all the yeah. huge like nokia stickers uh on the quarters and on the big block in the middle and i always wondered how that came to be.
1: <laughs> yeah, they supported us big time back in the days. Uh,
0: I know that a bit later, like in 2005-ish, I think, uh, you had a similar cooperation uh, with with Stabilo.
1: Yeah, we had Stabilo or mm, what was Canon, ah. the photo company. Oh, I didn't know that one. We did a lot of those back in the days. Cool. A lot of Clarasil. we did a Germany tour. Cross uh, public uh, swimming pools or uh, baths yeah. or something. So they booked us and we traveled around Germany and did some demos in swim areas.
0: <laughs> cool. It sounds like a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, we, we did a lot of public stuff back in the days. That was one point why it was growing that much in Germany. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because
0: at, at some point you would see it in, in magazines and later even in, uh, in television. I was there at the Fast Fingers when Galileo crew came around to film a piece for Galileo, which at that point was quite a big television show in Germany.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah and they filmed, uh, I think uh, with Elias, uh, they filmed a slow-mo thing that was basically the first time I really saw fingerboarding in slow motion. Cause,
1: yeah, you know, I, I remember <laughs> <laughs> they had a camera with thousand frames per second.
0: Yeah, he had to wear glasses, uh, sunglasses yeah, in the yeah, video.
1: Sunglasses uh, to don't get blind and stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and today, like a good friend of mine has a camera that can just do a thousand frames per mm-hmm. second.
1: You can use your <laughs> iPhone had nearly the same. One. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so all of those things were really a big deal for us as the scene at that time because at the beginning, when I started, it was like everyone had a fingerboard and everyone stopped after a few weeks. And I was one of the few who stuck with it. And after a few years, it was like, oh, you still do that crap with the tiny board? And I attribute like Black River mainly for, for pushing it into the mainstream and t- getting more people into it and getting skaters to not look down on it and more be stoked that... We basically do the exact same thing they do, just scaled down. Let's transition to uh, to fast fingers, uh, uh, since it's also part of the early days. Do you remember a point where fast fingers suddenly got bigger? Like, was it was it a continued growth over the years, or was it like suddenly there were twice as many people as the year before?
1: Nearly continuous since day one, or since contest one, and it got. Bigger the year when Mike Schneider come, was coming around was 2008, I think something.
0: Yeah, I think so because I left in 2007, and I heard that he was he came exactly oh, the year after I left the scene.
1: And 2009 or 10, we changed to the European Championship because a lot of people around Europe was coming. So let's say around 2010 was like a huge explosion of the people that was coming so are you
0: sure that you changed in 2010 because i think because i judged the fast fingers 10 in 2007 and i think that one was the first european championship but i i trust your memory much more than. than I. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I, I think it was in 2007 when it was the first European Championship. And in that one, we also had, I think, someone from Poland in the final. And to this day, I never found out who that was. I just remembered was some like 13 year old from uh, Poland versus Ilias in the final.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> and I mean, Ilias was in the final of a lot of contests back yeah. then.
1: He was nearly seven <laughs> years in a row winning any contest in Europe. That was crazy.
0: That, that's crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and one thing that that I was a, was a bit sad about when I uh, saw it, I think it was before the last Fast Fingers, you changed the logo from the old logo with the pluses on the side to, the, to what we know today.
1: You mean the, the Black River logo?
0: Yeah, the Black River logo. Uh,
1: yeah, it was time to change it.
0: Okay. I'm I'm still very fond of the old logo and I the old one just meant so so much to me and yeah. was so prevalent and so omnipresent for so many years.
1: It, you can see it's not much changed, but yeah. we changed the the, the letters and yeah, the other logo. As, but I like it more now. <laughs> speaking
0: as a graphic designer, I think there's a lot of change.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah.
1: But the time was right for yeah. that. We, a, year, a year before, we had the Weiss magazine around in Schwarzenbach mm? for the organization. Yeah, I, I and that. Uh, let's say the manager from those guys, he was like into... Yeah, graphic design and all that stuff. And he was like, "Dudes, you guys have to change your logo. Twenty years—it's a lot. <laughs> change it."
0: Yeah, that, that's like, that's probably true.
1: Like companies, like Quicksilver, those companies—they changed also the the logos a little after the years. Yeah, to get and uh, make it a little bit fresher.
0: Yeah, and I think you always have the the old heads like me who are like, "Oh, I like the logo better like fifteen years ago," but uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think those are the people you have to listen to when it comes to stuff like that cuz we grew up with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um let's talk about the parks for a bit cuz one thing I always wondered was when you come up with new ramps do you like new ramps as a single product do you usually start by creating a new park and then adding a like creating a new ramp for that park and then realizing oh this one would be cool as a single ramp or was it like for example when the curb cut two came out back then did you create the curb cut two for the park it was in or were you just trying to do a variation of the curb cut one as a single product
1: the the park thing has usually nothing to do with the small ramps. okay (laughs) that's the thing and yeah it's quite hard because you don't can invent the wheel new, you know? Mm-hmm. So, in the last year, we slowed down a little bit the uh, invention of new ramps. This year, we bring out three the pallets stack. Yeah. There's a kind of like we had this in the early two thousand kind of like in this style. And then a new little curb will come up, two step steps, it calls. Mm-hmm. It's a, you know, a simple curb with a step up in it. And yeah, new. working on a new John Coward ramp. Yeah, cool. So this year, and yeah it's, yeah, it's quite slow with new ramps. Because you don't invent every year 10 new ramps. It makes kind of like new sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah, when, when I came back after nine years, it was weird. Because in some, in some points, everything had changed. Because when, when I stopped, the ramps were still really really high and boards were like super skinny and when i came back ramps were super low and boards were super wide (laughs) (laughs) but but uh, still the the uh, big mini still looked the same like some some things felt so so familiar but yet so so different again
1: yeah but you can can you imagine there's there's the small fingerboard world and they coming, people new in the fingerboard world for them is everything new. Yeah, of course. Still <laughs> they exist for 15 years for beginners, still new. Yeah. Yeah. So... And, and
0: I, I think people like me who have been in the scene for that long, we don't buy that many RAMs because a lot of time have already have like an established collection over the years. Yeah. So, yeah, we are usually not the ones who buy the new products, but we always want the new products. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah the, the writers with the playground, a lot of them Oh they, yeah, the, the playground
0: The playground was a huge change, and I, I think that one was pretty much the perfect product, because so many people don't have a decent spot to fingerboard at, and I think that one was like the the perfect answer to that question or to that Yeah, need. I, I love.
1: Has so much potential, and we're still working on it to get them better, like better pop, mm-hmm. silence. And, yeah, the, the silencing yeah.
0: thing I, uh, I heard from a friend of mine who had one of the newer playgrounds, and I only knew one of the older playgrounds from another friend.
1: Different.
0: Yeah, and the new one was yeah. like really loud compared to the old one, and he was like thinking about taking it apart a bit and stuffing stuff in there, and yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay. <laughs> we still work on the playground.
0: Yeah. Do Do you uh, also still work on uh, like the big mini? Because I would love to see a new yeah, variation of a the big mini.
1: New, I would change it, but <laughs> yeah. But at the moment, we we let them. Okay. It, we don't sell that much of the big minis. Let's say in a yeah. year when we sell five five of them, it's yeah. That's it's, probably true.
0: It's tough to ship and yeah.
1: We are we are not uh, a huge toy company. Mm. We still all family family company, and our numbers still not like tech, tech or something. Yeah. Tech, tech they sell millions because they they sell over like Target in those.
0: Stuff. Yeah, and and they have a completely different price point, and I think for for yeah. parents it's <laughs> much easier to spend like ten bucks rather than like say 120 yeah. on a, on a let's say pro complete
1: yeah they in the first moment they's it's cheap but in the, in the in the end they sell millions and they're making millions of money and they don't give it back to the scene
0: yeah yeah that that's something i like even back then i uh i found very sad cuz you, you would never see someone from TechDeck at at a big event like at a, a, they
1: never send us any any Dollar for fast fingers. We always ask about
0: it. Yeah, they I, never, I've, I've never seen a banner they, or something they, like that. Ne- I don't think I've ever seen. Well, we
1: had sponsors because we distributed them, huh? awards But you can see it after a year. We stop it more and more because mm-hmm. it's horrible. They they give a shit about the scene. Yeah,
0: that, that's that's quite sad uh, to hear.
1: They make. It that's the that's co- the only company in fingerboarding they're making the real money.
0: Yeah. So since twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. Even that's even back then.
1: Unreal.
0: Even back then, all of us had to uh, had to still buy tech decks because uh, back then uh, Black River was around, Berlinwood was around, and Winklerwheels was around. But you there was no no way to buy trucks back then. The only way to get yeah. trucks was buying a tech deck and when i came back into the scene and walked into the black river store for the first time the clerk looked at me and was like can i take a picture of that because at that point those tech deck trucks were like 26 millimeters on a 26 millimeter berlin wood that was like 11 years old or 12 years old at that point and i was like really surprised and really really glad to hear that black river trucks is existed because that was on, always like the one missing part that you still had to go to tech deck, and they were always shitty, yeah
1: with a huge twenty nine millimeters we yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah I skipped the whole twenty nine millimeter thing for me for me, it went like straight from twenty uh, twenty six to thirty four
1: okay, <laughs>
0: yeah, but uh so mm-hmm. how did you how did you get started or because i Imagine with the black like, River trucks completely out of your out of what you do normally because it's not with wood and yeah. yeah. So imagine it was yeah. a much bigger deal to make it happen.
1: Yeah, it was nearly two years to get the uh, the, the trucks together, all the parts. The first locknut we made, uh, we paid two hundred euros for the prototype of locknut. Now you get it in China.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: we we want the first to bring them on the market and the first one. The first prototype was two hundred euros. So
0: to everyone who doesn't remember world before lock nuts, back then at those fast fingers, like riders would lose a truck mid run, like all the time, yeah. or or a wheel, because nuts just wouldn't stay on. You had to super glue them, or yeah.
1: Yeah. And then then we had to step in contact with the engineer. Yeah. And then we worked. Months over months on the design and everything, on the pushings and all that stuff.
0: When did you start the development of the trucks, and when did they came out for the first
1: time? Oh, I think we started 2010. I think they went on the market. In 2008, we start thinking about it around this time, and yeah, and it's a mold, emotic- yeah. a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs>
0: I, I heard that from Mike Schneider before, and yeah.
1: And, and then we got the problems with the with the bearing wheels running on the truck, so we we decided to make them smaller. In the end, now you find China companies; they ripped us up. Yeah, our like when <laughs> then, I saw that for the first don't... time,
0: I was, I I felt really sad, but at the same time was like, uh-huh. I I guess that means that that at least there's better cheap trucks out there, but still, like I. I have I think ten t- sets of Black River trucks, I think I counted recently. I think I'm at ten <laughs> way too many, <laughs> and those are those still feel so much different than the knockoffs, even though the knockoffs might look similar, you just know that it's not the right thing
1: yeah the the copy issue in fingerboarding is huge in the in 2010 we in, in, in invented yeah the the fingerboard bags and we designed it and everything and now you get it on china the same design yeah. everything the same yeah i think
0: yeah i think we now it's company. even hard to uh, <laughs> to find a non-china one because i think at this point every yeah. of the every of those bags comes from china at least that's what it feels like
1: yeah there's some companies out there, they're they buying our stuff and sending to that's, China to copy that. That's really sad to hear. But, but karma is a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: when you, uh, like, I think at this point it's uh, been a couple of years, but I've, a couple of years ago you came out with the 34 millimeter trucks. So I think that was your third with, correct, the 27 were, were the first, uh, 29 were
1: the first, then 32 Yeah, 32 and 34. Yeah, and we we in future we bring out 34 size boards. We're working on that.
0: So the trucks, the 34 size, right now, are they exactly 34 or are they a bit smaller, a bit bigger? Because I've seen various people saying different things about that.
1: Yeah, it was in the beginning.
0: Ah, okay. There was like at the beginning, there was smaller or.
1: Yeah, it's it's about the wheels. We want the wheels
0: to be at thirty four
1: straight to to the edge, Mm -hmm. you know, from the board. So when you have the from the other companies the thirty four wide trucks, they're looking a little bit over, you know. So so that the trucks the thirty four trucks are for thirty four millimeter boards.
0: And one thing that uh, I think a lot of people recognized when you came out with the 34 tracks was that you also changed the geometry a bit. Like I think the kingpin is a bit higher now. Correct?
1: No, which the only thing changed was a longer pivot.
0: Ah, uh, that that's what I mean. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, sorry, I meant the I meant the pivot, not yeah. Because not a lot of people
1: were loose, and the pivot was jumping out of the this little pocket. Ah, that, that's
0: why I changed them. I've seen that problem a lot, but I never had that since I ride a bit tight.
1: Yeah, oh, at the moment, really hot. We're working on the, on the G3, so the third generation, so it will be a mm-hmm. much heavier axle, axle pin. So mm-hmm. we had a lot of problems with... So the axle pin was cracking. The people put the, the nut on, but it was not in our hands. It was like... Um, comes from the production and all that and the material so we, we now we're working on changing the material so in the future they will never will break anymore
0: you mean the uh, you mean the fruit axle that has yeah, the, the wheels on them that one yeah. broke for people yeah crazy i only know that it gets loose from time to time and uh,
1: yeah this is too so but this all yeah. will change the next generation. Ah, cool.
0: Because I'm always the one or one of the ones who people go to and be like, "Hey, you just need to take the axle out, sand it a bit, put super glue on it, and you will never have that problem again." So for me, it's an easy fix. But yeah, not a lot of people try that.
1: Yeah, the thing is, you have to, when you have to buy the trucks, you can use it without screwing around and stuff like
0: that. Yeah, that that's a really really good point, and that's to be honest the reason why I still. Use on like black river trucks, because other trucks, let's say dynamics, you have to really fiddle with it to get it right, and black river trucks are out of the box, like completely solid, and you need very little fine tuning
1: we we put a lot of quality quality control in it, so any every truck is let's say twenty times in someone's hands, you know mm mm-hmm. so that's crazy. All the bad stuff we put out of the
0: production. I still love those trucks. And I'm one of those who customizes the Black River trucks quite a lot, which I think then takes it to a bit of a weird place because I don't like other trucks who have to fiddle with it. But then I buy the solid ones and fiddle with it. But yeah, I think that's just human nature. But yeah, I always send down the pivot uh, because I like the lower one. Okay. But that's also an easy thing for me. And I only need to do that on the 34. But yeah, the trucks are quite cool. You did also do some innovation with the tool, with the metal tool. I think you recently brought that one back, correct?
1: Yeah, the, we put it out of the market because we had a problem in the production. Mm-hmm. So we find another production and we start it again. So, yeah. And that process and...
0: obviously takes a bit.
1: Yeah, and I hope it works now.
0: <laughs> Let let's hope so.
1: The point is, we are in that size with a company. It's really, really difficult to change things fast, you know, mm-hmm. because we, we buy when we buy the stuff for the trucks or or the tools. We have a huge amount to, to buy. Yeah, so, yeah, of course. Because the problem I- we need the time to change products or packaging and everything.
0: I think that's one thing a lot of people don't realize when they buy from China because when you out there buy something from China even though you just buy a small quantity they probably produced millions or thousands of those trucks that's why you get it so yeah. cheap and yeah yeah and you have to do that all yourself
1: yeah we have small amounts of trucks yeah. when we order them or parts from the trucks um, is it's there... not like we order Is
0: Is there a way for people to tell from the packaging if they have the newer version? Like, is the packaging still exactly the same, or what do people have to look for when they, for example, buy a truck secondhand or something like that?
1: The G three was coming out. We will make a little sticker on the packaging. Ah, If you don't know it, if you know what's different, you can see it. But if you're not into it. It's it's quite hard to see the g the difference between G two and G three. I'm looking forward to seeing if I
0: can figure out the, the difference.
1: G three, it's much much more precision from the oh I don't know the name in English.
0: The tap, I think.
1: Yeah, and it's much harder the material, tighter. Yeah,
0: because cause everything yeah. is so small. A, a lot of people when they come from skateboarding, and they see a <laughs> fingerboard and be like, how much does this cost? <laughs> like, you, you pay the exact same amount as you do for a big one. And people don't realize that when you make things really tiny, it takes a lot more
1: decision yes. to do uh, Look, an that indie tiny. truck is spit out of a machine and then spit out to the customer. Yeah. The Black River like, trucks, I told you, they, they get 20 times through the fingers controlling and yeah and all that stuff our our employers they were they work with pinnobles i think so with lupen
0: the magnifying glasses yeah
1: magnifying glasses and stuff and sometimes we use mm-hmm. uh we use uh oh what it calls a microscope a microscope oh e- really yeah yeah mm-hmm. so, yeah because because when when we get the products, like say the kingpins, we have to control every kingpin about the the screws and all that stuff. Crazy! It's it's it's, it's a lot of work in it to get those trucks together. The people don't know it. That's, yeah, and you you have to find the right persons to do that. Because can you imagine? You come in the morning into work, and someone says, "Oh, guy, you have to put two thousands of the lock nut plastics into the lock nut." <laughs> like, same job.
0: So. Yeah, and and uh, I, I imagine you have to have good eyesight and yeah, yeah. Uh, like and have to uh, have to have fingers where you can do it with, and not like be shaking or. Yeah. A mindset
1: that for that work. The, we 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 search at the moment for employers for the the truck part in the company. Mm-hmm. So we, we're looking at the moment for like clock builders or like guys they're working with gold, like making some what are called schmuck. Uh,
0: jewelry. Think, jewelry yeah. makers.
1: Those, those guys we're looking for at the moment.
0: I uh, I remember the the very first time I saw a fingerboard truck that wasn't a tech deck truck. It was, I think. Uh, I don't think he was a jeweler. I think he was a tooth, like a tooth technician, or yeah, those what that guys called like him. Yeah, and he made them for himself out of like gold that you usually do teeth with or stuff like yeah. that. And yeah, they looked really funky, but it was like in two thousand six or seven, I think.
1: Yeah, the it was the f- first time. Two thousand was like, ah, uh, it was Stevie Williams. It's a skater, DGK, He owns. Mm? Yeah, before we started the the Black River trucks, they had some they had fingerboards with diamonds and gold, really out of uh, trucks made out of gold. (laughs) That was crazy. Crazy. Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. Um, Yeah. Let's let's speak a bit about the international side. You spoke earlier that the time when Mike Schneider came for the first time was a real big event for the event of Fast Fingers. But let's flip it around. Uh, how do you know where you have been for fingerboarding? Like in, like, what countries have you visited just for fingerboarding, or have you? Vis- or are there any scenes for fingerboarding that you still want to visit? Or
1: okay, that the forest place I was with fingerboarding was South Korea, and Japan. Crazy. I was there with Elias for a TV commercial. You find a video on YouTube about this. I, I think I
0: know which, uh, uh, and which then we commercial went
1: to Japan and whole Europe, California, a couple of times. Yeah. And I want to go to, to Pateo. Really bad. One day I would go there. <laughs>
0: have you never been there?
1: Never been there yeah. Never. I saw
0: Denise last year there, but... Denise
1: yeah. last year, but I have to go next time. Yeah,
0: definitely. It it was one of my favorite events. I It was like the one thing this year that I really wanted to do. And yeah, because of the ongoing global bastard, yeah. it didn't happen like everything else.
1: But it's on my on yeah. my list to go to Portugal.
0: It's it feels a bit like back in the day, like the event at like a small youth club with like maybe two locals and everyone else you've seen at like every other contest that year. <laughs> it was like a big like family reunion. Basically, you only had like people from the core scene that like all over Europe. It was. For me, it's a, like a very, a very special event, Matteo. Yeah,
1: it's, it looks special on the on the photos and the videos too. So, and I
0: mean, Fast Fingers, yeah. is, it's Fast Fingers is also special in its own right because I think it's either Rendezvous or Fast Fingers is probably the biggest event.
1: Yeah, they're both different <laughs> to each <Yeah>.
0: other. <laughs> you have sadly never been to Rendezvous, but I've been to plenty of Fast Fingers.
1: <laughs> yeah, Rendezvous also awesome. insane. It's not like a, It's more a meetup. It's not a contest. Yeah,
0: yeah, that that's that's also true.
1: It's more present.
0: Have you ever thought about making Fast Fingers a two-day event? Since it uh, the last time it was, there were so many people from all over the world. Have you thought about doing it a two-day event, or is it just like not not possible to do that from a organizational point of view?
1: Yeah, it's, it's still a four or five days event. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, for, for you and for the for everyone who knows yeah, people there, and yeah.
1: So, but we we want to have the contest in one day. It you can see it in in the in the video we posted mm-hmm. from the last one. So it's the atmosphere grows. Yeah, from the early morning to the evening, it's better. It's better than you have a break in it. Yeah. And, going into is the next day yeah, yeah. So, i'm more meant
0: to have like one day purely for writing and meeting people again and filming and one day for why, the contest
1: that's why we open on friday uh, okay normal okay so
0: yeah a I, lot I f-
1: of people make on Monday or tuesday so. yeah i
0: think this time i think i came on friday but i didn't come to the to the place where the actual contest was up until Saturday. Yeah, I slept at the Steig and was there and yeah. it was a huge amount of people there. I think too <laughs> much. <laughs> but yeah. I mean that's that's easy to say when you're someone who was able to be there so you can e- easily say no but no one else is allowed to have that. But to speak of all the events that didn't happen uh, this year. Were you impacted by by COVID or did you notice any difference in people buying stuff? Because I know that over the scene overall, a lot of people got back into fingerboarding because they suddenly couldn't go out anymore and do all their other hobbies and discovered fingerboarding again after a hiatus. Did you notice any of that? Like, Were more people buying stuff or was it pretty much as expected?
1: Yeah, we, we know noticed that. So yeah, it was kind of like a good year of sales mm-hmm. today. So, but the thing is, we don't can ship to the states, yeah, to Canada, to Australia. So it was a market broke down, but more people in Germany they buy. <laughs> Stuff so it, it was like on the same level. <laughs>
0: so it so it leveled itself.
1: Yeah. So if if it possible to the last months, it was if it possible to ship to the states or Australia or Canada, and we have maybe we have to employ people. <laughs> but it was not like that. Then let, let... So we have some some distributors in the states, like Mike in mm-hmm. Australia. So they ordered good stuff. But yeah, in the end, you. you, oh, I don't know how you can say this in English. Just say it in German. <laughs> it was it was kind of like a straight year, yeah. let's say, a constant yeah. straight year. Back in the day, after the winter time, it broke down really, really hard every year yeah. until the summer was. Like, what the fuck? So we, we have to earn the money over the winter time to survive the summer. It was like our game the last years.
0: Oh crazy. Yeah, never so, uh, never thought that it would be so seasonal for fingerboarding, but I guess it makes sense.
1: It's insane. Yeah. So so that's why we in the in the summertime some some years we build skate parks mm-hmm. to get money in the company and let them stay. Yeah. So, but this year was like, yeah,
0: straight. And are you are, one line. are you still not able to ship to the states again, or because uh, I I know it started think, to open up a bit again, or?
1: I think since a week we can ship again, but it need, it it needs nearly two months. Oh, crazy! <laughs> it's the sea way. It's not over airplane. So the shipping company decided to ship that stuff with Overseas.
0: Oh, crazy! Yeah, because being in Berlin and part of the German scene, it's I realize oh I need tape, and the next day I have tape, or like two days, three days later yeah. I have tape, and never really thought about how how long it might take, especially now.
1: Normally in the states, it's like let's see, two three weeks mm-hmm. around that, but yeah, now it's eight weeks, and it's quite hard. <laughs> But it's it's still a, it's still a, yeah it's not a product pro- product you find on any corner yeah know? it's like a that's true special thing it's, so people don't forget that it's special extremely special
0: <laughs> yeah so let's jump to one section that I uh, like to do with every guest it's a rapid fire round so I will ask you a series of questions. And you answer in a few words or maybe one sentence, something like that. Okay. So, what's your favorite wheel in shape and size or shape and company?
1: (laughs) My favorite wheel. I write everything.
0: You don't have like a specific wheel uh, of Black River wheels that you write exclusively?
1: not really not not really let's uh, cruises let's say ah oh, okay it's a little bit bigger than the, the street dogs yeah. this is my shape let's say but i i ride every wheel
0: what's the favorite deck or shape
1: uh, i ride the 33 millimeters, 7 plies They're not at the market. Maybe when the podcast is online, it's on the market. But yeah, Seven plies. They have much, much more pop. And they're a little bit heavier than the Five plies. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and I'll write the normal, the normal classic concave. Mm -hmm. I like it because the fingertip, it's inside the board.
0: Yeah, I I like a very flat concave.
1: Um, yeah. Um, People are different. Yeah. Uh, what's your... Ramon loves the flat shape too. Yeah. So yeah. I sent him some prototypes from the seven plies oh, cool. and he was like, I needed flat.
0: <laughs> I can imagine.
1: He never made them flat till now, but I think about it.
0: Uh, what's your favorite trick to do on flat now that we speak of flat? <laughs>
1: Kickflips. I love kickflips a lot. And your kick favorite
0: kick trick? On, and your favorite trick on an obstacle?
1: On an obstacle, oh, kickflip slide, let's say.
0: Back tail or front tail?
1: Front and back. Back back Oops. tail is such
0: a hard trick for me, but it it looks dope. Um,
1: for me, it's the normal one <laughs> much harder. I don't know why, but.
0: Uh, yeah. What's your favorite uh, music song right now?
1: Oh, shit. My favorite music song. Holy... or favorite since, band. Since, since Spotify, I don't know the name of the, <laughs> song, the band.
0: I, I, I get that. I uh, That happens to me a lot. I put stuff into my playlist <laughs> and be like, ah, oh, that's cool, and then forget what it's called.
1: <laughs> yeah, I Let me sing a little bit. Let me
0: sing a little okay. bit. Let's, uh, or let's continue to the next question and maybe it...
1: every music. <laughs>
0: um, question: uh, Which is your favorite obstacle?
1: My favorite obstacle is stairs set, without a doubt.
0: Yeah, it, stair set. That, that's also it. one you you can get so much hours out of. Like, it's... yeah,
1: always. Denise is calling me. With... Yeah. Uh... It's done <laughs> okay it, it I love them, yeah, a lot
0: uh do you prefer uh writing on concrete or on wood
1: uh, I love wood a lot, i mean but I guess that makes sense <laughs> if if the concrete are good, I love concrete too, but I like the wood
0: uh switch or regular
1: oh regular. I don't like switch that much. It's too hard for me. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um heel flip or kick flip?
1: I don't can do heel flips only vary <laughs> heel flip.
0: Um who's your favorite fingerboarder? Active or retired? Cool.
1: Sure, Elias.
0: Yeah, I guess he's a lot of people's favorite.
1: Uh, my favorite
0: fingerboarder. I also like uh, like Fabian Schreiter quite a lot, but yeah, it's a sh- it's usually a short list of people that are considered to be oh. the best.
1: Let's let let me sing a minute or thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot. Yeah,
0: there are. Or or maybe we'll break it down. Who's your favorite writer? No, let's okay. Take it. <laughs>
1: Case, it's insane. I don't know, no one they have so many tricks. Who on Insta, yes.
0: And yeah. <laughs> um, uh, which one was your first event, or was uh, was Fast Fingers one your first event, or did you go to events before that?
1: Ah, uh, I will, before we started Fast Fingers, we did some some fingerboard demos or sessions mm-hmm. on the German skateboard championship Mm. course cup so we had on a few stops we had some demos it was like kind of like the first fingerboard events we did on skateboard contests Uh
0: do you like loose or tight trucks
1: loose trucks tight trucks it's not working (laughs) uh
0: what was that's right (laughs) (laughs) what was the uh what was your last trick that you landed? That was a first trick for you, like your f- last personal NBD.
1: Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, I get a little bit more into nollies, no slide. Oh, nice.
0: On the uh, do you have? Uh, do you have? Do you <laughs> <laughs> have one setup or multiple setup? setups?
1: I have a few. I told you yeah. the wheels, yeah. but uh, usually I, ha- I only have one.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I always switch them up. Like I've, I think twelve completes scattered around my flight, and always pick a different one. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I, yeah, it's more kind of like a collection, but I only use one, yeah. and I use this. To <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah I, I change it as soon as the pop starts going away. I retire them quite quickly. Um,
1: yeah, my, my one is a seven ply, and they don't lose the pop. I'm, I'm
0: looking forward to well. to write them. Um, yeah. uh, what's, a f- I mean. what's a favorite drink?
1: My favorite drink, water.
0: <laughs> and your favorite food?
1: Favorite food? Food. my
0: favorite food. Cheddar cheese. Mm, that's a good cheese. <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> I usually ask people, uh, "What's your favorite uh, f- overall thing about company?" And a lot of people answer with Black River. So let's say, "What's your favorite overall thing about company that's not Black River?"
1: Okay. Hmm. It's only it's it's flat face. That's the only thing I can <laughs> say. <laughs> I'm still hyped on what Mike put out videos. It's insane. Yeah,
0: yeah. The the
1: every always hyped.
0: That uh, that brings me to my to what I think is going to be my very last question. Because uh, when the last uh, video dropped that Mike produced the team video, I was asking myself. Will there ever be a pissing fingers number four?
1: Yeah, uh (laughs) I still have like a pissing fingers four on my computer, but yeah, we think about it, but it will need a little bit time. Yeah, we have some we have some ideas for kind like a concept, Mm -hmm. but. It's quite hard at the time to bring out.
0: Because I still remember the moment when I I watched Pissing Fingers 1 for the first time. It was something that just hadn't been done before. And I, yeah, I would love to see another Pissing Fingers.
1: The point is, we put, to bring out those videos, you need so much time to put it in. Yeah, that's, you see that. I put a video on Instagram it's twenty thousand viewers you it's when you go on the Black River YouTube account, you find really, really good videos I hope mm. <laughs> but they they watch two thousand three thousand five thousand times. it's quite less, yeah by side and then it's a lot of work in it to get the videos together to make the tours and all that, and in the end, a couple of people watch it. Mm. It's, one reason why we don't work that hard on a new full lens length. Window.
0: Yeah. Uh, one, I mean, one day. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one day. I mean, for me, I'm, I'm on a much, 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 much smaller level than you are. But even for me, when I, when I film a video part for myself, I put a lot of effort into it and take a lot of time. Like when I did my, welcome part for 5 luck which I write for. I think I filmed it over like four months. And then you put it on YouTube, and like 30 people or 100 people watch it. And you're like, well, it still was fun to do, but yeah.
1: yeah and in the end, you put it on Instagram, and 1,000 people watch it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um,
1: it's, but we will make this if we have the right ideas for a really special
0: thing. I'm I'm looking forward if it happens or when it happens. It will happen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we we won't stop doing things. Uh,
0: yeah. And I don't think uh, I uh, I will leave the thing about scene a second time. <laughs> okay. I've
1: the last year, the, the the last year was a little bit low what we did, mm-hmm. but we have to put a lot of yeah a lot of not that good running things out of the company mm-hmm. and all that stuff, and we restructured our web shop and all that. So much work in the back.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you don't see that uh, work behind the scenes.
1: Yeah, that's that's one point. And but and
0: I we, we still work on new stuff. Yeah, and uh, I work as a, a web developer and web designer, so I know how much work goes into. A new web page and yeah. structuring that because I do that for my day job and it takes months. Like, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. You can interview Denise; she knows what was really inside. Of me. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, but I I think this is a good place to stop. So, thank you so much for your time. I you're welcome. I think it was a great conversation. And one thing for everyone who's thinking, oh, why didn't you ask this? Let's just say there are a few things that are better to be cleared with the people who are involved in it. Let's just leave it at that. That sounds good. Okay. So thank you so much. And thank you all for listening. And I hope you catch me in the next episode. Bye.
1: Bye.